Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Artful Athlete podcast. And today I'm quite excited because I have brought on a woman who has become a model for me and helped me over the summer actually give birth to this podcast and free my voice because every coach needs a coach. Please welcome Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> Wow, what an intro. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. I think everyone deserves a really cool intro when they're invited <laughs> yeah. onto a podcast. You want that feeling of running down the stadium and 10,000 people screaming your name. Yes. So everybody has been getting that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for popping by. I know you're a busy woman, so we're going to cut straight to the chase, to the cheese, to the cherry on the cake. Go for it. You're a <laughs> podcast for business coach, but you were not always one. And you're a woman that has a voice and uses it to empower everyone else. So can you tell me a bit more about what you were before? What made you transition into the coaching? And yes. Yeah, of course. I'd love to. So yeah, my background was actually HR mentoring training. So I did that for 20 years, 21 years. Um, so, yeah, I know I don't look a day over 21, but, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been around a bit. Um, so, yeah, I've been in HR for over 20 years and I loved it. And I got into that profession because I really enjoy helping people. The original reason that I got into it was because I like seeing somebody come into an organization, develop, go through the ranks and just get to where they want to be. And I love that side of it and what happened is I got more and more senior in my career and I got to the stage where I thought actually the person above me I don't want their job that doesn't appeal to me anymore mm -hmm. and it became more about helping the business to save their asses um, rather than supporting the people who were in the business um, which is what I got into it for so I sort of gradually fell out of love with it on my long journeys up and down the country and all over the world, I was always on the road with this job. Oh gosh. And um, I just fell out of love with it. And I started listening to podcasts whilst on the road, as you do. You know, I was, but honestly, I was, it was like the M25 was my car park. It was just, it was nuts. I was on the road constantly. And during the latter part of my career, a lot of what I was doing was unfortunately around redundancies and restructuring. So it was really heavy 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 stuff so um my husband around that time as well he retrained as a teacher and um he went to university did all that started his first new job in teaching and I so remember him vividly coming home at the end of that first week and we were having dinner and I said so have you made the right decision did you you know is this the right thing have you done and he said oh my goodness I wish I'd done it earlier and I was I was so proud of him and so happy for him but um, the biggest feeling I had at that time when he said that was absolute jealousy. Oh, and really? yeah, I was so happy for him and proud of him that he'd gone and done the thing that he wanted to do for so long. But I was so jealous as well. And I've shared this with him and I've told a few people about, well, lots of people about this. And I was so jealous. And the jealousy came from the fact that he had a purpose. He loved what he was doing. He could yeah. see the impact every day of what he was doing in his job. And it was that week. So that was in the September. And I promised myself that by the end of that year, 
that I would have quit and I would have started working for myself. And I did. It just gave me the the right amount of kick up the bum that I needed to actually go and do it. And I'd wanted to work for myself for a long time. So I did this gradually. So I quit. I started working for myself as a consultant, contractor by the end of that year. So um, I'd been a coach and a mentor for a long time throughout all my HR career, like over 20 years. And um, what I started doing was consulting with businesses and then doing coaching on the side as well. So I sort of built up uh, my coaching business whilst being uh, a contractor. And then um, and then it got to the stage where I was full time working as a coach. Then I remembered all the podcasts that I've been listening and remembering how much they'd helped me to quit my job and give me the confidence to actually see there was something else out there. So I started my very first podcast. And oh my goodness, it was, <laughs> I just, I thought I'll just start a podcast. Um, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know what I didn't know. Um, so <laughs> I did it. It was great. It was good fun. I sort of, you know, baptism by fire almost. I did it. And then I started to notice something really interesting. Everybody was contacting me about how do you do this? How do you, how do you make it work? How do you get it on Apple? How do you make money from this? How do you, grow an audience so I thought hmm, there's something here and I loved doing it absolutely loved it so I started to help people sort of on the side I started to help a few people for free and I, I ran a few workshops and then it got to the stage where I was doing about 50 50 pure business coaching and podcast work as well so about two and a half years ago now I made the full okay I'm going all in and that's how I sort of ended up doing all podcast work. And now we, you know, I coach um, people to start podcasts, grow podcasts, but we also now run a podcast agency as well, where we've got people who produce shows for other people. So yeah, two and a half years ago, I didn't know that this would be what I would be doing, but I absolutely adore it. I love it. I was about to ask you how long ago that was. Two and a mm. half years, you've made that full transition yeah. Just for me, like, and from, you know, what we've talked about and the, the values I've seen you share and family values and the importance yeah. of, of having your own home and what that means and everything, knowing that you, I can't imagine you running on the road, just traveling, just nonstop. And oh gosh, yeah. the M25, we all know what the M25 does to people. Oh, awful, <laughs> awful. But it gave me a lot of time to, to learn because I didn't have anybody in my sort of real life, yeah. inverted commas who had the sort of business that I wanted to grow. I didn't know anybody who had anything other than like a bricks and mortar business. Um, so it sort of opened up. It showed me the art of the possible. It showed me what I could do. And I remembered that and thought, yeah, that really helped me. If I hadn't listened to podcasts, I probably wouldn't have done it as quick as I did. Um, so I wanted to do the same for other people. So my first podcast was all about escaping the nine to five getting out having the courage to just get out and do something else uh, and I've this I'm on my third podcast now I've got three well I've, I've had three I'm on my third one so yeah I completely find my niche I love it and I love helping people do it too because as you said at the beginning I love helping people find their voice and I know that's something that you obviously love as well in the work that you do it's it's on a different I mean it's it's, it's on a different level yes and yeah. no I just said that out loud but because yes, I've got <laughs> just said that. I out know loud. what you mean. 
because <laughs> no it's just because I've got the tech side of things of yeah. like mm, maybe if you're struggling with this we need to relax the diaphragm maybe we need to loosen up that jaw stuff like that but yeah. voice for me is so much more than just the sound because yeah. sound can be sound and be empty example when you hear uh, the fire alarm ringing off in your building because somebody has decided that they were Gordon Ramsay at three o'clock in the morning and spoiler alert they're not I'm sensing that's happened quite recently for you (laughs) maybe I speak of personal experience but it's just a sound and it's an annoying sound and it's an empty sound as well because it's just noise that's all it is voice has meaning purpose it's got a big backpack of Mm. this is me screaming ready to connect to other people and this is your way to connect as well And this is what, I mean, I really love this. And when I do coach singers and performers, um, but also non-creatives, it's all about, let's get to know you. I'm going to show you the tech side, but you'll quickly realize that even if you're trying to nail a presentation, if you're trying to nail a song apart, it's about connecting to your belief within that. Yeah. To how it stands. As I said thousands and thousands of times, <laughs> it's never about Romeo. It's never about Juliet. It's about what happens in between. It's never about just your body. It's never about just your sound making ability. It's about what happens in between when these two mm. meet. And so yeah. it's different for everyone. Mm. I completely agree. And so we come at it from very different angles and I love the side that you go about it, but I agree completely with what you're saying. I go about helping people find their voice by working on their confidence and their mindset. So quite often people will come to me saying, you know what, I've wanted to start a podcast for years and I've never done it because I'm worried people are going to laugh at me. I don't feel like I've got the right accent. Who's going to listen to me? And it's all that fear and judgment that they're feeling. So. I help from that side of things. So it's, it's so interesting that I'm doing this work now because all the work that I've done previously, coaching and mentoring, I'm doing all of that now with the exactly. clients that I have and uh, nothing's been a waste, so to speak. Um, so yeah, it, it's incredible how finding a voice, it can mean so many things, so many different layers. And we're recording this, aren't we? Just after International Women's Day. And I, um, I did a clubhouse room the other day about this. And, and I really want you to get on clubhouse. I know, I you know. You so should be on there. I, I, like, <laughs> I know you're Android. <laughs> I, I am Android. And if the Apple of things wants to give me a phone, then why not? But I find this really expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. So uh, I was running this clubhouse room about this topic, about the fact that you know, women struggle to find their voice and get it out there and be heard. And one of the things that we talked about, I don't know whether you've seen this stat, but it's only 21% of the top podcasts Mm -hmm. are run by women. That is ridiculous. 21% of the top podcasts globally overall are run by women. We need to change that massively. And actually, um, it's number 37 in the top charts where a black woman appears there are no black women or people of color in the top 10 podcast overall so it's insane the stats are just ridiculous and we need to change this hugely so this is what drives me 
you know, we need to be representative. And when we have podcasts, where we have guests, we need to be representing our listeners. So the people who are listening to our podcast, they need to see themselves and hear themselves being represented. So yeah, I'm hugely passionate about this. It's, as you say, it's so much more than voice. It's about so much more. It's, a, it's about also in the same way that art is a representation of the world and is a mirror, mm podcasts are here to represent yeah. the world but if we don't like I'm I hadn't seen mm. these numbers I knew it was low but I did not expect it to be yeah, that it's low. crazy and to know that the first black woman run podcast yeah is number 31 you said 37 37 that's the so 37 overall is the first time you will see a black a woman a running black woman a podcast and a person yeah. of color that's it's crazy and then and then you know people wonder why we're still having to have that chat and that very important international women's day when you see numbers like this you just it shows that equality is not there it shows that presence is not there i know as well in your mentoring work you've dealt a lot with people suffering from imposter syndrome yeah and i was i've been reading and rereading a brilliant book recently uh, by Adam Grant. I don't know if you know him. Oh, I've just read it. Think again. I've just read it. Think again. Oh, it's, it's, it's such a good, oh, it's, it's an amazing book, isn't it? I love it. The fact that he says very plainly, this is a fact women suffer from imposter syndrome a lot more than men. And mm. that a lot of the time, it just stems from you coming in a room and the confidence and arrogance trumping your yeah. knowledge and he has that little um that little cartoon i'll put it up in the blog i promise because <laughs> it's worth it um of this guy just oh allow me to trump your knowledge with my confidence like i know better because i am confident and your knowledge goes yeah. okay i'll just stop talking now but it's yeah. it oh mind-blowing i've been reading rereading taking notes it's and it's the whole language around it as well imposter syndrome you know something we're suffering with and it's an illness yeah it's something to be ashamed of or is it something that we're using as a an excuse is it something that really you know it it exists I know the feelings exist but it's not a syndrome it's not something that you can take a tablet and it's going to go away it's mindset it's mindset it's not an illness yeah mindset requires work and it's still we're seeing a change because we have this coaching industry that's on the rise we have Mm -hmm. a lot more coaches I read an article on LinkedIn a few months back about someone it was someone complaining that there were too many coaches for this and that Mm -hmm. but the reason we're here is because a as you said we didn't like in previous generations there were no examples of people going to set up their businesses to coach someone outside Mm. of a running track. You can coach someone and and show them that it's okay to work on mindset and that it actually can save your family, Mm. your connection to life, um, what you believe in, your art, your voice, getting you out there. That needs more. 100%. Coaching can help with any part of your life and a good coach will be able to guide you in the right direction and support you in it and it's not about telling you what to do it's about you know true coaching is is around the idea that you already have the answers don't you you already know all the answers and it's about somebody facilitating you discovering them and figuring them out for yourself really and 
holding you to account a little bit as well. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, yes. Like it's accountability, <laughs> accountability and connecting the dots. Yeah. And uh, and this is a lot of the stuff that I've seen you do in your workshops and, and your lives. And one day, maybe I will have Clubhouse and then I'll be joining <laughs> that so. chat room that <laughs> every single day. And I won't be jealous of people attending it. I know you're on a tight schedule. So before I release you into the busy world that is your world, why, why do we need women to free their voices and embrace the power that they have and be loud today? Why is it so important and essential for us? Such a good question and such a big question. And I don't know whether it's necessarily about being loud. I think for some women, it's going to be about having that whisper. It's about oh, yes. speaking. It's about just opening your mouth. And even if you're talking to yourself in the very early stages, if you felt silenced, if you felt silent, you know, just speaking out loud to yourself, talking to yourself. I'm a great believer in talking to yourself. Affirmations. <laughs> I think that's yep. a great thing to do. <laughs> I do it all the time. Same. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that's a good thing. So start there, start by saying out loud the things that you would love to say to others or saying out loud your innermost beliefs and the things you really want to do and recognizing what your desires are before you start going out there and trying to change the world. And I'm not trying to be trite when I say that you can change the world with your voice. And I often say to people that when they start a podcast, they think, yeah, I'm starting a podcast. Great. I'm going to get a podcast out. That's wonderful. But actually your podcast could be the one time in somebody's week that they feel genuinely understood, genuinely heard, reassured. They feel like they're having some fun and connecting with somebody. And you can give that. That is a massive gift to give to somebody. So I think often when you're thinking about, I'm scared to use my voice, I'm scared to get my message out. I'm scared to do this. It's about thinking, well, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about everybody who's listening. And, you know, every episode that you put out with your podcast, there could be one person that listens and thinks, oh my God, that speaks to my absolute core. I feel heard. I feel understood. And for me, that's what it's about. It isn't necessarily about changing the world. It's about changing the world one person at a time, one sentence at a time. And you showing the courage to open your mouth and speak your truth and, and talk about what you want to talk about can change the world for somebody else. And it's for me, it's those ripple effects that your voice can create. That's the way I like to think about it. It's like throwing that pebble into the pond and just seeing how far those ripples can go. So that's what it's about for me. And we're, obviously we're, we're very vocal people because <laughs> voices yeah. is the, our best, is probably the place where we feel the most comfortable expressing mm. this can apply to your writing this can apply to your mm. painting to whatever it whatever tool whatever medium you gravitate towards you feel most comfortable using that's the one for you go for it embrace yeah. it and be loud or be silent within that because silence speak volume yeah it absolutely can yeah it really can and, and the biggest reason as well is, you know, if you are, if you're thinking about using your voice like we are right now on a podcast or a broadcast or a, a live stream on Facebook, for example, 
it's about changing those statistics that 21 percent I mean I think about my girls I've got two girls one's 15 one's 20 I cannot imagine a world where their children are still in a situation where those stats are the same so that's what it's about for me it's about changing it for future generations as well you know improving it now getting more women heard and the and the way people can help that start to change is by supporting women podcasters supporting women when your friend starts a podcast share it talk about it like it subscribe it leave a rating review the podcast the more we do that for women run podcasts the more we're going to change that stat and you're going to carry mic on drop. changing <laughs> mic drop and you're going to carry on changing the world <laughs> one voice at a time absolutely Powerful through it Lindsay it's been an absolutely absolutely it's been I love that word we've just created a new one <laughs> absolutely everyone repeat after me <laughs> Lindsay it's been an absolute joy to have you on I know you're a very busy woman so thank you for taking the time to pop by for the mindful chat and I'm sure we'll, we'll keep in touch we're never really far away from each other anyway <laughs> thank you so so much for having me on I've loved it thank you and thank you for everyone who tuned in to this week's Mindful Chat. Remember, Thursday is tomorrow and you'll have your regular fix. And next week, we're coming to the end of the Mindful Chat series and we'll be looking into a very specific book, but I'll tell you more about it later. Meanwhile, have a lovely week and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you.